What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode contains graphic scenes of violence that may be disturbing to some listeners. In previous episodes of Transportista, Who Killed Captain Coral? We talked about the events that led to the murder of Humberto Coral. In this episode, we ask, what kind of man was Humberto Coral? Before he met the tragic fate of becoming an anonymous casualty in a brutal war, he was a husband, father, and a decorated member of the National Police of Colombia. We've talked about his death. In this episode, we examine the life of Captain Coral. The basin of the Magdalena River covers practically a quarter of the total territory of Colombia. This gigantic river artery flows into the Caribbean in Barranquilla, Colombia's fourth most important city and known for its rich cultural heritage. The warmth of its waters is reflected in the hearts of its people, as if they carry the rhythm of the accordion in their blood, in their very own river arteries. It's not difficult to hear the sound of vallenato, a kind of traditional music, booming from the speakers of any establishment in Barranquilla. Whether it's a bar or a pharmacy, people enjoy it. They dance it, and they dance it well. Let's rewind to 51 years ago. On December 20, 1962, just another Barranquillero, someone who's from Barranquilla, was born in this Caribbean city a coastal boy who grew up in love with music. Animated, dancer, charismatic. His name, Humberto Coral Caballero. Here is Erwin Camargo, one of Humberto's closest friends in Barranquilla. 
they met at school when they were kids. Since it was a public school, a lot of people didn't have money. During recess, many didn't have anything to eat. And he was part of that group who would ask, have you eaten? What are you going to eat? Have a soda, eat an empanada. He was a generous guy, a good person. But also, on top of that, he was a determined warrior type who knew what he wanted, always pushing forward. As the saying we and also other people use, he had four balls, which means he didn't hold back. Because there are people who dare to do things and others who don't. He was one of those who dared to be the worst. His family and friends called him by the same nickname, Umbertico. And Umbertico, with his four balls, was one of the police officers who helped end the drug kingpin who shook the whole world, Pablo Escobar. But Umbertico didn't always want to be a police officer. Initially, he wanted to be a teacher. Nosotros somos normalistas de profesión, de formación, pedagogos. We are normalistas, or student teachers, by profession and training. We are pedagogues, which means that Humberto and I were educated to teach, to become teachers and educators. And as a good barranquillero, this teacher also stood out for having a good time. Humberto era muchacho avanzado con respecto a mí, en el sentido de que... Humberto was more outgoing than me, in the sense that he went out more, had more experiences, and was more successful with girls. So, with Humberto, I went for the first time to a bar in downtown Barranquilla to then salsa with some girls and drink aguardiente. He got me drunk and we went out into the street to wander around. That is something I will never forget. Although Humbertico enjoyed partying, he also sought balance. One of the ways he did this was making an effort to stay in shape. Humberto was a very good defensive midfielder in soccer. Despite not being very tall, he was muscular because he liked to exercise. He liked to lift weights. And he was the one who defended us all on the team. He was a warrior, a fighter, a good soccer player. In his teams, he took on a leading role. He was a natural leader. For example, we have a friend who lives in the United States, Gustavo, and every time we talk to him and ask him, what's up, what are you doing? He replies, I'm standing tall. And I remember that every time I heard that phrase from Gustavo Mata, he said, you do know that it's not my line, right? I asked him, what do you mean? And he says, That line is from Humberto. I used to hear Humberto shouted out during soccer games when morale was low and the team needed a boost. From the middle of the field, he would yell, let's go, let's stand tall, what's the matter? With this affectionate leadership style and easy camaraderie, he joined the police. There, his rapid ascent began. Quienes lo conocían de cerca y después hablan, dicen que escaló muy rápido. Those who knew him well and later spoke of him say that he climbed very quickly, assuming many responsibilities precisely because he was a judicious, responsible, and righteous person. He was always very formal and serious, but had a way of combining being joyful or playful and responsible at the same time. 
I believe that the teaching training we received at college was fundamental for all of us. Whomever of us you may encounter will have the same approach. Serious and responsible people. This is Transportista. Who murdered Captain Coral? Episode 3. The Police Rambo. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As Umbertico was training to become a police officer, he was stationed in the city of Ibagué. Through mutual friends, he met a young woman from the city who was still in school. We became friends. Over time, we started a romantic relationship. Then, after about a year and a half of dating, he said to me, stay with me. And I stayed to live with him, to share life with him, to support him. Because that's what he said most. Well, in this job as a police officer, I need you. I need support from a woman who supports me, who is unconditional, and who follow me wherever I go. And that's how it was. Luz Mary Garrido and Humberto Coral fell in love the way young people do, quickly and head over heels. Shortly after, Luz Mary became pregnant with their first child, whom they named Franklin Humberto. His nickname, Beto. He was born in May 1986. Luzmeri was only 18 years old and Umbertico was just 23. After training as a police officer in Ibagué, Medellín and Bogotá, Coral was transferred to a remote community called Santa Elena de Lopón. 
He moved there with Luzmeri and one-year-old Beto. At that time, Santa Elena de Lopón had just over 4,000 inhabitants and a strong presence of guerrillas. Guerrillas are local militarized oppositional forces to the government. Guerra means war in Spanish, and guerrilla literally means little war. But this word is customarily used to reference a localized warfare between big government and decentralized local opposition. The Colombian guerrillas were fighting for liberation of the land and autonomy against the government and government-backed paramilitares. Paramilitares are illegal armed groups that emerged to counter guerrilla forces and often carried out violent attacks against civilians. A small war was raging in this remote town of Santa Elena de Lopón. Captain Coral was sent as a counter guerrilla. When Luzmeri moved there with Beto and her husband, she was pregnant with her second child, a daughter. I was terrified because they said it was a very dangerous area, so I left quietly. I only told my parents I was going where my husband was, and I took a bus. Nobody knew about crazy Santa Helena. Nobody, absolutely nobody knew a thing. There, Umbertico stood out as a strong police officer. After a couple of years in Santa Elena de Lopón, he was transferred again. He left for Bucaramanga as a commander of the counter-guerrilla. He lasted about a year and a half or two years. And with each move, Umbertico earned the trust of his superiors. His superiors then entrusted him with increasingly dangerous tasks. Lo llaman para hacer un curso en el exterior, precisamente en Estados Unidos. They called him to do a course abroad. It was in the United States. He took the promotion course to captain, and then he stayed working in anti-narcotics at El Dorado Airport. El Dorado, or the Bogota Airport, is the most important airport in Colombia. It was there, in that strategic location, where Umbertico experienced a bittersweet achievement. Over the course of three months of 1991, Captain Coral seized 37 kilograms of cocaine hidden in coffee bales. After these operations, he began to receive threats. It was a risky life, while his family was living far away from him. Umbertico was not yet 30 and already had two young children growing up in Ibagué, but he was focused on his work as a police officer. His superiors saw something in him and increasingly made him part of high-level groups. There was a group created to combat extortion and kidnapping, and being there, well, they conducted several operations, which, as far as I understand, were very successful in favor of the people who were kidnapped because they were able to release several hostages without any harm coming to them. These achievements made it seem that Captain Coral had a bright future within the National Police of Colombia. In addition to having been part of these operations against guerrillas and drug trafficking, Captain Coral was also called to join another special force. And he went to work at the DIGIN. They called him into work. And from what I understand, the 
D-I-G-I-N is like police officers who investigate other police officers who are involved in corruption and things that aren't good. The DEJIN, or the Directorate of Judicial and Investigative Police, was the area of the National Police of Colombia responsible for investigating all types of criminal activity. This elite force carried out intelligence and counterintelligence duty, and Captain Coral became known as a sapo, meaning somebody who revealed corrupt behavior from their colleagues. It is, let's say, a select group of police officers distinguished for their honesty, who support the rest of the corporation to, quote, to provide timely support to the administration of justice in the fight against impunity, end quote. Today, the Dijin is a group of police in Colombia that collaborates with Interpol. Some of the members of the Dijin at that time were part of the search block. According to witnesses, this could have meant they investigated colleagues that could have been involved in corruption or collaboration with the criminal groups they were supposed to fight against. We'll be back after a short break. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. At the same time that Captain Coral, in his late 20s, was rapidly climbing through the police ranks and showing great promise, he was also an attentive and beloved father, although he had to be away from home a lot for work. This is his daughter, Jennifer Coral, one year younger than Beto. Los pocos recuerdos que tengo era que él viajaba mucho, pues estaba muy ausente. The few memories I have are that he traveled a lot, so he was very absent. He was an absent father due to his profession, but when we spent time with him, it was like this unique moment. 
As we mentioned, Colombia was immersed in an open war between the state and criminal forces. As a result, the Coral family was separated, just like thousands of others in the country. Jennifer and Beto grew up in Ibagué. Of her childhood, Jennifer has few but precious memories with her dad. And once I danced with him. I danced with him. It was a family party on my mom's side, and he invited me to dance. I was his partner all night, and I was super happy, like no one else was going to dance with him, only me. Dancing cumbias and vallenatos with his children and Luzmeri, teaching them the rhythm and the flow of the Magdalena River. But Captain Coral's work as a police officer meant that his family had to move from city to city, from town to town. Sometimes, his risky missions kept him away from his family for months. When he returned, like many others who spent time away from their children, he brought home one or two gifts. The one I remember the most, and this is a vivid memory, was when he arrived in Ibagué as a surprise. They didn't tell us anything, so when we arrived, my mom had a surprise for us. She made us a super delicious lunch, and we were like, what's going on here? And she told us to close our eyes, and my dad came out of the bathroom, and it was very emotional. We cried. And then I remember that time we went to a restaurant that was very, very upscale. It's very common today, but at that time, it was a fine restaurant. Umbertico not only took care of his family, but his community too. Luz Mary Garrido, his widow, often remembers his days in Santa Elena de Lopón. Well, in Santa Helena de Lopón, there was no teacher. My husband made time and taught classes to the children in the churchyard, teaching them to read and write. He taught math to the older ones. There was no mayor, so my husband was the military mayor, the teacher, and the police commander. He was a respected community leader. He would create spaces. There was no park, but there was a tree in front of the church, and he improvised a bench under that tree and said that was the park. And with the other policemen, they made soccer fields in the mud and ran soccer practice for the children in the afternoons. Loving with his own and strangers, generous. Consuelo Amaya, his brother's wife, remembers him in a similar way. He was a very special man, very special, very noble. Yes, he was from the coast, and he was funny. But if you were his friend, and you didn't have food to eat, Umbertico would give you some. If you didn't have shoes, Umbertico would take off his own shoes and give them to you. He was an excellent son and brother, an outstanding man. But this outstanding man, as they came to describe him, reached the pinnacle of his career when he was invited to join the search block. That made his loved ones very nervous. He was appointed commander of the search block and had many successful results. He was one of the favorites. They call him the Rambo of the police. And yes, we always knew what he was doing what operation he was on, which stressed his mom and worried her. We were very worried because we knew what he was doing, 
he was practically doing intelligence work and he was telling us that he was in the sewers, that he was there, that he was here, and we were always very worried. As part of the search block that took down Pablo Escobar and also a member of the Dijin, Humertico seemed different. A few weeks before his murder, Captain Coral went on a short vacation to Barranquilla to visit his mother. He was in town at the same time as Consuelo. Pero cuando él vino, él estaba que yo se lo alcancé a decir que yo lo veía como nervioso, como preocupado. But when he came, I could tell he seemed nervous, like he was worried. Obviously, he was worried because a person who had requested a transfer didn't get it. Someone else has also requested one and did not get it quickly, when he should have been taken out of the country immediately. But it's difficult to know for sure what made Captain Corral so nervous. Because yes, he had pursued Colombia's and the world's most dangerous drug lord, but he also had other stories. Humbertico was an exceptional policeman, but as a person, he wasn't flawless. Pero, como todo ser humano, tenía todos sus defectos también. But like every human being, he also had all his flaws. According to those closest to him, these flaws could have cost him his life. Erwin Camargo mentioned that Umbertico had a way with women since he was young. So it wasn't a big surprise for those who knew him to find out that Captain Humberto Coral was in another romantic relationship with Luz Maria Arboleda Mazo, that mysterious policewoman he had gone out with on the night of his murder. Yo recuerdo que entre nosotros, porque sabíamos que Humberto era coqueto, Humberto era un tipo que le iba bien con las mujeres, tipo pinta y toda la cosa, entonces... I remember, among our friend group, we knew Humberto was filtratious. Humberto was a guy who did well with women. A good-looking guy and all of that. As far as I know, they used a woman there as bait. It's unknown whether she had anything to do with it, but she appeared in many places as his girlfriend. And here he had his wife and kids and everything else. It's not that strange that he became a filtratious guy. And being far away from his family and all that, things that are not worth evaluating. He was a family man who tried to be close to his loved ones, but his dangerous job kept him away. He was a recognized police officer who was rewarded with more risky positions. That was Captain Coral, Humbertico to his friends in Barranquilla, a person who sought to bring peace not only to his family, but also to his community and his country. A man who was also dishonest with his partner, the mother of his children. Humberto Coral, a life that ended at only 31 years of age, in the midst of a war that continues, and of which he was never considered a hero. Humbertico dio todo por este país. I mean, Humbertico gave everything for this country. Humbertico died. There is nothing we can do about that, but he died as a result of what he did for this country. Unfortunately, in this country, there are no heroes. At the moment, when your family is mourning you, you are a hero. But afterward, you are forgotten. Nobody remembers Humbertico anymore. But they do remember who Pablo Escobar was. Do you know what I mean? Transportista, Who Murdered Captain Coral is a production of Exile Content Studio and Detective. 
in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network and is hosted by me, Álvaro Céspedes. Production by Diego Olivares Jiménez and Álvaro Céspedes with the help of Sabine Jansen, Andrea Ceballos, Ana Isabel Octavio and Verónica Hernández. Written by Álvaro Céspedes. Edited by Carmen Graterol. Fact-checking by Desiree Yepes. Adaptation to English by Magali Stransky. Executive producers are Carmen Graterol, Rose Reed, Isaac Lee, and Diego Enrique Osorno. Sound design by Hugo Mendoza, Pachi Quiñones, and Gonzalo Messi. Original music by Sebastián León. Thanks to the voice actors who contributed in this episode. Beto Coral is Horacio Mancilla. Ervin Camargo is Luis García. Luzmeri Garrido is Rose Reed. Jennifer Coral is Andrea Ceballos. Consuelo Amaya is Verónica Hernández. Daniel Batista oversees audio at Exile Content Studio. Our executive producers at iHeart are Giselle Vances and Arlene Santana. Research by Meño Larios and Emma Friedland. Production supervision by Julio González. Created by Diego Enrique Osorno. For more podcasts, go to the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.